Yeah, yeah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Keep Your Crown Up Crowncast. My name is J.R. Morris, a.k.a. Kyle the Conductor. Thank you so much for joining us. It really means the world, the sun, the galaxy, the Milky Way, the uh, Almond Milky Way, and everything. It means it all. Cashews, everything around me. But I also want to shout out Royal Pieces, our official sponsor. Royal Pieces is wearable art formations that reflect your royalty within. Once again, that's wearable art formations that reflect your royalty within. Catch them at royalpieces.com or on Instagram, Miziano, uh, which is Royal Pieces. That's at Royal Pieces, P-E-A-C-E-S. All right. So today I want to take it in today's show. Uh, well, today I want to get in. Of course, I want to get in today's show. That's why I said it's today. Um, today's show is all about great. Um, now, when I say grit, I mean pushing through, going hard, even when you have nothing left. Um, that's what it's all about. It's not easy, but we have to do it. And I saw this article that said something along the lines of teaching um, black kids grit is uh, anti-black in itself. Because when we've already survived all the things that we've survived, um, it already shows that we've exhibited a certain level of grit. And um, it's in our DNA. So it's just inherently anti-black. It was actually on um, Ed Week. I forgot the sister's name who uh, posted it, but I think the exact title was Grit is in our DNA. Um, Why teaching grit is inherently anti-black. I think that's the exact title. If not, I'm very close. The point is, um, I know that's one of the things. I've never really heard the term being used in academia Prior to uh, working with a contract, I'm sorry, starting a contract last spring at a uh, chain of charter schools here in the city of Philadelphia that uses the term often. Um, And at the time, I was someone who was looking back on notes. So I had to look back on last year's um, notes because every day I took notes from the first of the year into my birthday, which is June 24th. And it's something I decided not to keep doing. I mean, I do it as needed. But at that time, um, I was not only working in this school from 7.30 or 8 o'clock until about 3 p.m. Then I would go to an after-school program that we would run from 3.45 to 4.45. And then I would shoot over to grad school from 5.15, maybe 5.30, depending on the professor, uh, until about 8 to 8.45. One professor kept us there every week <laughs> um, until 8.45. And then some days I'd have to go host the Just Words open mic. So I was always exhibiting a level of grit because that's always who I've been. Even in my senior year of college, I remember uh, taking 21 credits. I was coming into my fraternity. I was class president. I had an internship with WURD, uh, 900 AM. So that's the first black radio station in the nation. Black, first black talk radio station in the nation. Station in the nation. Um, I was also at a Pepsi internship, responsible for doing events. Um, what else? I had a radio show. Um, I had something else going on too. Oh, I had a, I don't know. I had something else. And then I, oh, because of the scholarship I was on, we had certain events we had to do. So shout out to the Keystone Honors Academy, full ride to Cheney University. But I've all, and I was taking 21 credits because I had just changed majors. So I did all of that my senior year. And that's just the person I am. So fast forward at the time, six years later, when I was in grad school, um, when I found out that a, a school was teaching grit, I just made it my business to make sure that I didn't accept any excuses. But how can we teach grit when a kid didn't eat breakfast uh, or how can we teach grit when um, they're coming from abusive homes or whatever? And then there's kids who need grit and then you know the difference, but you can't just 
make that a blanket statement and make that a requirement. But um, in adulthood, we need to exhibit those things. Like you need to, I remember my mom always telling me, don't call out of work because you're sick. Go into work and make them send you home because it shows that you care, shows that you grind. And I'm like, maybe that's just something that, when I think about black women, how much they sacrifice, specifically black mothers, maybe that's just something that is toxic that we need to remove. Um, but maybe that's what gets us going. Maybe we have to continue to work 10 times as hard to get half as much. I'm not sure. I don't know what the answers are. I'm just sharing my experiences. So when I look back on last year's notes, um, other than doing a bajillion things, <laughs> I see that I was in grad school. And specifically, uh, I'm not sure what this class was, but um, it probably was, oh, it was a Professor Dr. Lewis West. So I'm not, I don't really remember what uh, class this was. It may have been the, I don't know, I took a few classes by her, but either way, I remember watching this TED talk and it was his sister. She was um, wearing a red, if I remember correctly, she had a red blazer on, who uh, I believe she passed away. But she was saying that she makes her students affirm themselves, saying, I am somebody. I have things to do and people to impress. And sometimes that's the motivation that they need to improve their, um, I guess a desire to be great. And sometimes that's the motivation we need. You know, we could just tell ourselves that, you know, we have people to impress. I am somebody, I have things to do. I'm going somewhere. Those royal reminders could be the, the little push that we need. Um, and then another way of looking at things is instead of telling a kid, you know, minus 18 on a quiz, uh, give them a plus two instead. You know, sometimes we have to look for the W in the, in the middle of something tragic. You can get... Um, Almost in an accident, your heart's racing. But if you look at that as, oh, I dodged an accident. I didn't get in the car accident. It easily, quickly, instantly changes your mind from, um, or shifts your thoughts from not succeed, or I'm sorry, uh, being upset and pissed off that someone almost hit you and changes it instantly to, oh, look at it. I'm, I was able to uh, to avoid something bad. So those were a couple of things that I picked up from that TED Talk. And um, one of the things that my professor um, shared, and I'm not sure if my professor said this or if this is still part of the TED Talk. So let me just read it and then y'all can let me know if you've ever seen the TED Talk. because I don't remember. Um, but she said that she won't like them all as referring to the students, but you need to be that caring adult that can change the future um, or change the young young people and having those strong relationships is what helps their futures change. And uh, that's a responsibility that you have because even if you don't like them, they can never know that you don't like them. And the toughest ones are typically the ones who need the most support and also the ones that never miss school. I swear I have kids that are just handfuls and I'm just like, you know, you're going to make, you're going to be a millionaire one day, man. Like if you just learn how to harness this energy, it's overactive. Uh, I wouldn't even call it disrespectful. Just like, I feel like they don't have the self-control or maybe it's, I don't know. Cause they say the kids need medication and I can see why they say that. But for real, for real, this is just who this kid is. Let him be great. Let her be great. Um, we're, we have to have the grit as adults in young people's lives to show them that we have a responsibility to, well, I'm sorry, to show them that when they become adults, they have a responsibility to keep pouring into them or into the next generation, even when they don't want to, even when it's hurt. In spite of all the BS, we have to teach anyway. We have to grind anyway. We have to show them the right way to walk because us as educators, which I believe all of us are, but us as educators, those who decide to make this our profession, we're born to make a difference. We have to. We don't have a choice. We have to give what we got until we ain't got nothing left. And if we do things the right way, we can make sure we burn slow and and because everyone's going to burn out eventually, but burn slow so that we don't have to burn out too quickly. Um, that's just where I'm getting at, because time management does matter. We have to in order to give um 
to these students in order to give to uh, your your whoever it is you serve at your job or whatever clients you have or I'm not really sure what you guys do because it's I don't know it's like 25 people that listen per episode so whoever you are you have things going on but you have to manage your time efficiently and be effective in I'm sorry manage your time efficiently in order to be effective and perform the way you need to um you have to choose activities that make sure that we connect with uh the higher power to connect with the eternal energy, whatever it is you want to call it, because we have to be able to give it our all. Uh, and last but not least, sometimes you have to shut yourself down um, just to preserve your peace. If you got to cry, pray, breathe, stretch, shake, let it out, like do what you got to do, um, because we need to be able to give it our all so that we can continue to give um, these young people our best. And if you don't work with young people, I'm sure you have children or will have children one day or have a young bull or a cousin or young bulls on a block. Somebody got to be in your life that's looking up to you. And sometimes they're not always the kids, but we have to set, make those sacrifices. And if you listen to this podcast or Crowncast, you don't think it's, it's bigger than you. Um, I don't know. Hopefully I can change your mind because it definitely is. So I want to explore grit uh, and, uh, from an academic perspective, uh, perspective, whether we're educators or entertainers or artists or whatever you you know, corporate people, whatever it is you're doing, sales, um, we have to keep pushing. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. All right. Um, and when it gets tough, just remember to keep your crown up. Like you royal from the ground up. So got to keep your crown up. It's just is what we got to do. Uh, we don't have a choice. So keep on grinding and make allowances for people when necessary. Make allowances for students when necessary. I'm still conflicted. I don't know what to do as it relates to grit and young people. Um, but I know when it comes to adults, we don't have options. You, you know, my homies got mouths to feed. I got at least my mouth to feed and I don't got grandkids yet or great grandkids yet, but I'm trying to plant the seeds so we can have the trees so it can have the fruits and with the strong roots. So my kids and grandkids and grandkids, grandkids could be cool. Yummy. Yummy. So Anyway, my name is J.R. Morris. Thank you so much for listening to the Keep Your Crown Up Crowncast. They also call me Kyle the Conductor. So please remember to conduct ourselves more positively so we can conduct energy in a room more positively and ultimately conduct our people to freedom. And have no fear if your homies ain't there. There's other people in the space too. You can make beautiful music with the people around you even if you don't know how to play every instrument. It's all good as long as you know how to arrange things. All right? So please remember to trust the process and protect your light and keep your crown up because it's going to be all right. <laughs> all right, let's go. Hey!